Depression, anxiety, and autoimmune symptoms after birth is not how it's supposed to be. There is a much better way, and I'm here to show you how to do just that. Hey, my friend, I'm Miranda Bauer, a mother to four kids and a biology student turned scientist obsessed with changing the world through postpartum care. Join us as we talk to mothers and the providers who serve them and getting evidence-based information that actually supports the mind, body, and soul in the years after birth. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Postpartum University podcast. And I'm doing something that I have not ever done before here. And I'm releasing an additional episode outside of our traditional schedule. And I'm speaking about something that is so incredibly important. And it's very recently, we've had a new drug enter the postpartum scene that is specific for postpartum depression. And I've seen so much about this. I've done uh, as much research as I possibly can with what's available and um, trying to have some important conversations and being silenced in the process. So I wanted to bring some more information to light. I wanted to have a serious talk. I wanted to share some unfiltered facts, some honest questions, and some best care options. And I went live on Instagram to share this information, and I'm bringing you that recording right here. So I will tell you deep breaths. There's some moments in there when I was crying myself. Um, There is a lot of information that's being shared here. Uh, And in the grand scheme of things, there's just so much more to know. So I invite you to have this this serious conversation. And I invite you to Instagram to post your questions, to learn alongside us, to grow alongside us. And I uh, actually share in this recording that you're going to listen to right now uh, is that if you DM me, if you message me on Instagram, I can send you the direct insert link. So the FDA insert for this specific drug so that you can read it yourself so you can learn about it some more uh, and do your own research, which I highly recommend. Uh, So anyway, I'm going to jump off and let you listen into this recording. Big, big hugs. Reach out for support. Know that I am here for you. And I want to hear all the things about your thoughts and your feelings uh, about this. So connect in with us on Instagram, which you can do at Instagram.com slash postpartum university. Let's hear it. I have some really important things that I feel is so necessary to say. And I have been seeing all this new information about this latest postpartum depression drug that's coming out. There's lots of excitement. This is great for postpartum women, for for postpartum in general. It's an advancement. We're making headway in women's health. And we finally have options And I've really dived deep into this conversation and the research these last few days. And I've talked with many colleagues in the field. And honestly, it's been really challenging. And I'll explain more of that in a minute. But what I will say is that I'm not going to be silenced on this topic. 
I want to share a little bit first with you about who I am and my background. I specialize in postpartum nutrition. I have specialized training in perinatal mental health. I run Postpartum University, which is a massive company that supports postpartum professionals in over 35 different countries. We have multiple certifications and training programs. I literally teach medical providers like doctors, midwives, nutritionists, counselors, lactation consultants, and even coaches and doulas and educators. And we've been doing this for over a decade. I started this work because of my own postpartum experiences that that I've had. I have struggled with extreme postpartum depression and anxiety, debilitating, like having to move in with my parents. I lost my partner, um, became a single mom. It was so painful and debilitating. I could barely get out of bed. I would have anxiety that was so difficult. I would have panic attacks because I would wake up from like a dream of having monkeys coming down from the ceiling and stealing my baby. And then I would panic over it. And I knew that it was not true. I knew that it wasn't real, but I couldn't stop it. I couldn't stop the panic. And I would just completely shut down. I felt like I had no control over my body. And I've also experienced postpartum bipolar. I've got four kids. I've experienced quite a bit in maternal and mental health. I've also been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Over 30% of women in the postpartum period will develop an autoimmune disease. Nobody's talking about that. Um, Anyway, I'm sharing these to tell you that I know the journey deeply. I did my healing alone. I share that often too. And I also share that I never ever recommend it. There is help. There is support options today. Never do this journey alone. Uh, It is not necessary. But the fact is, we have a major epidemic right now. Suicide is the second leading cause of death after having a baby. Women are, one out of three women will develop postpartum depression and anxiety. We are failing women immensely. Failing women. And, you know, the New York Times uh, just recently came out with an article that's also speaking about this drug, but making it really clear that this significant epidemic problem is happening and that counseling is not helping. Therapy is not helping. There's pills that are out there and available and they're not helping. There is literally no specific doctor or care provider for women in postpartum, okay? Providers have little to no training in postpartum. That's why I have postpartum university because of my own experiences and my doctors not knowing crap. If you wanna know something about postpartum as a medical provider or as any provider, you have to go to a secondary learning center or a secondary learning facility, or you have to do your own research. Y'all, women are suffering immensely. They have no way out, literally no way out. And this is what we're doing. We're throwing pills at it. I'm going to, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that here in a second, but I was actually having some conversations earlier here. Uh, There was two yesterday that you may have seen. I was asking questions on PSI's post uh, that was celebrating this new drug. And I was expressing my concerns. Again, I will get into momentarily. Uh, And everything was deleted. 
the current the concerns I had, the questions that other people had as well, and the concerns that they were having were completely silenced. I did a live with this incredible human yesterday, and she had asked me to talk about this New York Times article that came out um, that really talked about the, you know, normalizing the postpartum depression. Like that's just part of our world right now. It was talking about this drug and how a lot of this, not all, is tied to nutrition and postpartum and depletion. That's what she had asked me to come and talk on. And she deleted it. She deleted the video, the live that we did together. She said she lost followers. She felt that she couldn't speak up. She wanted to lead with love. And I respect her. I respect her choice immensely. And at the same time, I am absolutely saddened by this, that we cannot have a conversation about it, that we can't speak about it because doing so, bringing awareness to these things will be shaming women. This is the most ridiculous thing that I have ever seen in my life. And I want to be so overly clear in this. This is not about shaming moms. This is not about making them feel guilty for taking medication. I fully recognize there are times when medications may be the best choice or sometimes the only choice. That's what we've given women today. The only choice is here's your pill. We should be respecting all women's choices and needs while also simultaneously sharing why this particular drug is not the answer, at least not the answer right now. I want to get into a little bit more with you about this. Um, and so if you see my eyes dart off to the side, no, it's because that I actually have my computer here and I have pulled up a copy of this insert for this new drug. Uh, if you don't have a copy of this, I can absolutely give you the link for it. Just follow us, make sure you follow me and then DM me so that I, I just want to make sure that I get your DM. And then I will send you the direct copy that comes straight from the FDA. This is the only information that we have on this uh, drug at this very moment. But I'm going to kind of summarize a little bit of this for you. And I really, truly do hope you DM me. I hope you, uh, or at least find the insert for this. I want you to read it for yourself, empower yourself, be very, very aware of what's transpiring here. So the name of this drug is Zerzuve, Zerzuve, okay? And you take it once per day for two weeks only, okay? It's only a two-week drug. It's not something that you have to take for a really long time or any time, really, two weeks, uh, you know, and it significantly reduces the symptoms of postpartum depression. Sometimes these reduction of symptoms happens so significantly at day three for many women. And this is amazing. This is never heard of before. And anyone who knows anything about pharmaceutical medications, specifically SSRIs, know that it takes an upwards of two plus weeks to um, feel the benefit of it. And that's if you're taking the right drug for what you need. Oftentimes there's like I got to have a higher dose or a lower dose or this drug didn't work and then I have to go find something else. And sometimes it takes months to literally find what works for your body or what reduces your symptoms, which is a, a better word of saying it, okay? This drug has a black box warning for driving impairment, okay? It impairs the central nervous system 
causing severe drowsiness and sleepiness. So much so that uh, many people have stated that it is recommended that if you do take this drug for the two-week period of time or any period of time, uh, that you may want to look at alternative care for your child or children. Um, and you're going to have to take off work. There's no way you're going to be able to drive, let alone perform daily tasks. Okay. It's also extremely toxic to baby and womb. So if one is pregnant, it will cause major life altering defects, including death. It is not used to be, not to be used with breastfeeding at all. It increases thoughts of behaviors, thoughts and behaviors of suicide. So definitely increases suicidal ideation. Um, and it's all right here. This is all the facts. It's right here on the paper. Again, happy to send that to you. This is lasting long-term effects. It is going to impact your brain and your nervous system and your hormones permanently. This um, insert says that the mechanism of action, this is a direct quote, the mechanism of action of zeranolone, which is the type of medication that is the medication, is the, the treatment of PPD is, uh, is not fully understood. The mechanism of action in the treatment of PPD is not fully understood. Meaning that the drug itself, they do not know why it works. Okay, and when you don't know why a drug works, then you have zero understanding of how it's impacting your body over a long period of time or any time whatsoever. And the fact that you are going to be done using this in two weeks and no longer need it, okay? So it's not leaving your system. It is completely altering your brain and your nervous system and your home hormones. Completely permanently so that you do know you don't need the drug any longer. Any data that shows that once the drug leaves the body, it no longer has an impact on your body whatsoever, right? This is the whole idea. And somebody had shared this with me um, as an argument for the drug. And, and I'm absolutely questioning that because if it had no longer any lasting impact on the body whatsoever, then the continuation of the drug would be necessary in order to continue receiving the benefits, i.e. the reduced symptoms of postpartum depression. Become a Postpartum University professional. Our evidence-based trainings, guides, downloads, tools, and community membership is now open for applications. Join us as we learn, connect, and implement better care practices for ourselves and for our clients we serve. You can learn more at postpartumu, the letter u.com slash membership. It also states right here in the handout here is that this drug, quote unquote, does not directly affect monoaminaric systems. Okay. I would like to question that as in what does not directly affect mean? Does that mean it indirectly affects? And monoaminaric systems only refer, and if you don't know what this is, 
don't don't worry about it whatsoever. It, it refers to this small group of neurotransmitters. What about the other neurotransmitters? What about the gut health? Can we see it generally cause, like we know based on this that it generally causes major diarrhea, but it gives no explanation to why. It did it didn't study the impact of the gut, I'm I'm assuming, because it wasn't in here whatsoever. Maybe they did, but they haven't released that information. We don't know. And we know how the gut deeply impacts the brain, right? Which is a whole other conversation that we won't be able to get into here. This drug is actually created by the same makers of Brexonolone, okay? So that was the postpartum uh, depression injection that we heard about. Maybe you've heard of it too. You can drop me in the comments and let me know if you've heard of this one. It was it came out in about 2019, if I remember correctly, and it costs over $20,000. So this is the same company, right? Their aim at creating this drug that was in pill form is to improve the bioavailability of the drug and therefore make it more easier for the body to work. However, the insert states that the bioavailability of this particular drug was not evaluated. So their statement is completely false as to why they created this drug. But anyway, for those people who were taking this drug, and I see, Kate, uh, you're sharing women are, were passing out. Yes, women were passing out from this drug, um, and it was incredibly difficult. A lot of women um, said that it, it was not for them. There was lots of women who said it was, um, so to each their own. But we know that it had some really big effects, and we know this drug was released and approved and still to this day, and I'm quoting this, there's no direct data that exists on the effects of brexanolone after the completion of a 30-day follow-up period. There is no data on the effects of this drug after it's completed after 30 days. There's no freaking data. There's, there's only questions here. There's no long-term studies on this whatsoever. We're still playing this old record too, that depression is like this chemical imbalance that is in your brain. And it's amazing to me. The biological reason for depression is inflammation. If your body is inflamed, it, it, it sends signals through symptoms like depression, psychoneuroimmunology, okay? Psychoneuroimmunology has proven this over and over and over again. The direct source of depression has been found but ignored repeatedly. And we keep going back to blaming the brain and the, the chemicals and the hormones. If you have suffered from depression, you weren't given the right tools and support your body needed. And it remained in a state of high inflammation in the postpartum period specifically. Yes, Hormones are in a state of fluctuation. They cause your body to process your environment differently. It causes your body to digest differently. It requires a drastically different approach to support. They are in a normal biological fluctuation. Your hormones are in a normal biological fluctuation in postpartum, and they require help. We all know that we need support, and we all know that support is not created equal. We are not here to blame women. We are not the root cause of this. 
And we're not giving women the tools they truly need to get to the root cause. Again, I get it. This is not shaming medications. It's drawing to the important questions about your safety, particularly with this drug. Okay. And let's be really honest and clear. We all know a pill will never solve the root cause. This is adding to the idea that a woman's body is the problem, that there is nothing she can do about it, and that feeling awful in motherhood is just the normal thing now. Suck it up, deal with it, here's your pill. There were mamas in the PSI thread who were adamant that they had all the care and the support, and it was their body that failed them that they were just messed up, that they were imbalanced. And it just breaks my freaking heart. You did not fail. The system failed you. The postpartum body is this transition state. It's not an imbalanced state. There is a difference. And when we aren't supported with nourishment, when we aren't cared for, when we're experiencing traumatic births at 30% in America over and over and over again, of course, of course, we're going to have difficult postpartums. Of course, you know, we don't, we can't even, we're forced to go back to work. We don't have any paid maternity leave. Uh, we, we have nothing. We have no support whatsoever. The system is failing us and we're slapping a Band-Aid pill on it. You deserve so much better. You deserve better care. We're the creator of life. We hold life-giving energy in our womb. You're fucking goddess and you are being treated like trash and this is this is not to be celebrated we need to demand better the health of a mother is the health of a country literally that's that's what we do we we look at the maternal mortality rate of a country and that determines the health of it and we know the united states alone is less than 30 that means that 30 other countries are better than us, are healthier than us, that have less moms dying. And I get it. Right now, we're in a place where we feel like our only option is a pill. And this is the sad part, that our only option is this. This is all we got. And I'm trying to tell you that this is not the truth. Don't fall for that. And if you if you need support, reach out for it. If it has to be a pill, do it. But get yourself in a place where you can get off that pill, where you can get better, where you can get healthy, where you can get to a point where you feel good in your body so we can start making some changes. Dang it, we deserve to feel good. And I will tell you, I will not be silenced. Please speak up. Please speak up. Do what is in your heart of hearts, what's deep in your gut. Ask yourself, read this first. I want you to read this. Again, DM me if you need a copy. I will send you the direct link for the, the FDA um, link for this. Read it, understand it. And if you feel deep in your gut that this is not safe, that this is not a, a positive move in maternal mental health, please speak it. Be Speak it up. I'm, I'm a researcher. I'm a writer by trade. I value science immensely, but I also strongly believe in intuition. 
and our body's intelligence, which is also a science, but often categorized separately. Uh, but I, I just feel so deeply that we cannot continue not expressing the truth here and telling people that we can't do it or we can't speak up or we can't say anything because we're shaming. This is not shaming. This is drawing the truth to the conversation. Um, I am going to um, read the comments here. If you have specific questions for me, I would love to um, answer them as best I can based on what we know about this drug, which I will tell you is, is not a lot. <laughs> um, but I will, do, I will do my best here. I'm going to go through and, and read your comments. Um, definitely interested in your perspective on this. Thank you. 100%. These studies uh, on it were abysmal. Yes. Um, I will tell you the studies too. Like they, they did animal studies first, which is very typical. Like animals were dying. There's several dogs that died taking this drug. Um, all the researchers in one declare conflicts of interest. Yeah. The other didn't meet the primary endpoint. Uh, it's also really important to recognize that um, uh, a lot of people dropped from this study and were not included in it. So they took one dose and said, I can't take any more. And then there was more people who dropped after the second dose that said no more. Um, yeah, the, the previous drug had to be administered in the hospital over 60 days. Or sorry, 60 hours, yes. Cindy, thank you. Uh, yes, maybe we need a campaign, one going on right now where mom's speaking out against predatory marketing uh, formula companies. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Okay, I, I really um, want to express my gratitude for allowing me to be here and sharing this information. And again, I'm gonna continue speaking out. I wanna continue learning about it um, I feel, again, like there's just so much that we don't know. Uh, somebody had asked me, you know, earlier in one of the, the threads that we were talking through and, you know, got deleted was, well, how do you know that this causes long-term effects? You have no, no um, basis to back up your claim. And it's, well, can you prove me otherwise? Uh, no, actually, you, you can't because... There's no information on it whatsoever. There's zero long-term studies. We have no idea what happens to a mom if she gets pregnant again. And what if she suffers postpartum depression again? What effects will have, you know, will, will be on her during that time? How will she feel? Um, will the drug be necessary? Um, is it something that cures lifetime issues? What, what's going to happen to our, our menopause, right? What happens when we reach menopause and our hormones shift and change again? We know none of that. We know absolutely none of that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and jump off here. I'm not seeing any more um, questions. Will this be saved and shareable? Yes, yes, it will be. And I am planning on putting this on the Postpartum University podcast as well. Um, I don't want this to be deleted in any way, shape, form, or fashion. We know sometimes how. Uh, social media is, and I already shared my story about how this is being silenced. Um, and 
I just, I encourage you to speak up. I encourage you to share. I encourage you to read the information that's right here in front of us uh, and, and really make the decisions for yourself. There's better options. There is, I promise you. And if you're a mom who's experiencing this, I want to tell you that one, obviously you are not alone. And two, even if you have to take medications, don't feel guilty. Don't feel shamed. There are other ways to support your body. And sometimes you need that, that support system in place. And sometimes it's not there, but I will tell you with my heart of hearts that this is not the option for you. This is not it. Yes, we are all in this together, okay? Um, thank you all so much for being here and to tuning in and listening. I'm gonna go ahead and upload this to Facebook. I'm sorry, Facebook, Instagram. Um, please do share it, um, comment on it. The more you comment on this, um, when it goes on the feed, the more uh, people will see it. Um, and the more conversation that we can have, the more questions we can ask, the more uh, answers we can receive. So please, please do that. Please do that. Okay, I'm gonna jump off, give it a few minutes and let's come back and meet in the comments. Thank you all. I'll continue answering questions as best I can. And again, DM me if you need anything. Um, even if it's where do I go to get better support? I'm here for you. I am so grateful you turned into the Postpartum University podcast. We've hoped you enjoyed this episode enough to leave us a quick review. And more importantly, I hope more than ever that you take what you've learned here, applied it to your own life and consider joining us in the Postpartum University membership. It's a private space where mothers and providers learn the real truth and the real tools needed to heal in the years postpartum. You can learn more at www postpartum you that's the letter you.com we'll see you next week <laughs>